0: Okay, so th- uh, what are we going to talk about? We're going to talk about uh, your PC build.
1: Oh, God, yes.
0: And um, uh, that Apple unpatched patch.
1: Oh, for uh, fuck's sake.
0: Go- the Google Stadia. I don't even want to call an event. They just did a live stream. And then... We you watched going- it, right? I did watch it. It was 36 minutes long, and I don't think I should have watched it live i think i should have just waited and then i could have fast forwarded through stuff
1: yeah let's talk about that i'm 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 curious to hear
0: and then oh the we company ipo
1: oh yeah fuck
0: we didn't get enough time to talk about last week and then talk
1: about it at all did we or like a little bit we touched on it or something
0: yeah i was like at the end i remembered i think after we stopped recording i was like
1: shit yeah
0: (laughs) and then we could talk about where owen is
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's probably something to open with.
0: Yeah. All right. Well, then let's just go ahead and open. You ready for me to do the intro? Yes. You have your phone on silent?
1: Oh. Uh, uh, yeah, I do.
0: Hey, you're listening to Charge Tech Podcast, episode 114 podcast that looks at tech and how it's shaping the world around us. I'm one of your hosts, Zach Grosser, and joining me is...
1: Frederica Matty. Yay. Hello. 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 It's just the two of us today.
0: Yes, Owen moved yesterday, two days ago. It's very sad. So uh, Owen and Femme moved to Toronto, as we talked about the last two episodes, but uh, it really happened this week. Yeah. And so I saw them for the last time in person for a while on Monday, And it was really surreal because I was like, "Oh, we're just having coffee, haha. Oh, no, this is not gonna happen for a while."
1: Yeah. So I had been like i I wanted to invite them over for dinner at my place for the longest fucking time.
0: Mm-hmm. And then
1: I think on Monday morning, I woke up and I was like, "Fuck." This is literally my last opportunity is tonight or tomorrow. Oh my God. So I texted Owen and I was like, Hey, what are you doing for food tonight or tomorrow night? (laughs) But yeah, that was definitely weird because I was like, it's not really goodbye. I'm still going to see you and talk to you, but it's just going to be, it's going to be weird, Zach. It's going to be weird.
2: (laughs) It
0: is weird. And to add on to that, you and I are not currently in the same room. And the reason that we're doing that is we want to test some new technology that we're using. We're using ZenCaster to record um, so that we can do this show with Owen in a different country.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: So currently we're, I don't know, 10 minutes away from each other, five minute bike ride from each other in Amsterdam. So I guess we could do one weather report, but we will soon be doing two weather reports, which is kind of fun because that's sort of the origins of it was Owen and John would talk about the weather in their respective cities.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: And now it's us doing that. Um, it's, it's funny because like neither of them are here right now. We're It's just us keeping charge tech going until Owen gets a studio set up in his new uh, apartment.
1: Oh, fuck. Yeah, of course. That's also a thing. Yeah, because I was thinking, like, oh, he moved, so he can jump in next week. But, like, we don't know, because, indeed, he still has to sort his motherfucking life
0: out. Yeah, last I heard, he didn't have internet yet, so uh, I'm sure he's got a lot of adjustment he's going through.
1: <laughs> yeah, for sure. Anyway, anyway back on track. in it Amsterdam. It's really warm. I haven't been outside today yet.
0: I feel like two episodes ago we were like, it's over, the world has ended, summer is no longer, it's just cold and raining, and it has not been anything but that for weeks, and now we're like, oh, oh, thank God, it's summer again.
1: Yeah, I think having some sort of Indian summer here in MSM is quite normal. Um, that Just a little bit of like nice sunshine before autumn really hits. Um, it's one yeah. of my favorite periods, actually, but... Um,
0: my very first time in Amsterdam was in the end of September 2015 or 16. I can't remember. 15, 2015, I think. Um, and the weather was so beautiful. I was like, I have to live here. But, you know, you're seeing a place when it's like only at its best. Yeah. So you're like, everyone's so happy and outside and in the park. And I love it. And That's
1: really funny to think back of because actually in 2015, around September, I moved to Amsterdam for a second time.
0: Oh my god! <laughs> we were in Amsterdam at the same time. Yep. Okay, so we did the weather. Let's. Do you want to start with your PC build?
1: Oh my god! Yes. Tell
0: us everything. Okay, so for those that haven't been following along, uh, Frederica is going to build a PC for a desktop computer, and we are following along anxiously. And this is our first like big update. I feel.
1: Yeah. it really is because like I mean this has been like it started from kind of like oh that could be cool to like "Hmm, maybe I should do it to oh I have no clue how to do this wow everything's overwhelming I don't want to look at this anymore to I figured it out and I'm gonna order everything on Monday (laughs) (laughs) amazing (laughs) um yeah i don't know it's uh it's a really interesting world actually to dive into and like it's been so far it's been a pretty good hobby to me as well to just like figure everything out and we've been talking a little bit about this in the discord channel as well like it's definitely one of those things where you can either know everything or just enough um and it's really tempting to dive into every fucking detail like what's the difference between i 7 or an i5 or how does memory work i don't know i don't care the big thing is that i basically spent a whole day um using pc part picker to pick all my um parts for my computer and i think (laughs) i've like after like building basically like, or like making like seven different options, I think I'm at a point where I'm like I feel confident in this and I can buy this.
0: It's like when you go on those websites and you build your um your like eyeshadow palette. Yes. And but you spend all fun. day like clicking out different <laughs> different eyeshadows. <laughs>
1: Dude, it's exactly like that, but then it's not fun. Seriously. There's moments where I just like was rage quitting, where it's just like, I don't want to do this, let's get it over with. Maybe I should just do something that someone else did to get it over with. Because all I want is to get the fucking parts and put it together. You know, it's I don't want to be like quote unquote shopping for parts all the time because I don't fucking give a shit. I just want a cool computer.
0: (laughs) Right, right. That's fair.
1: And like multiple times while I was doing it, I was like, "Isn't shopping supposed to be like fun?"
0: I mean, I I use it as a like fun de stress activity a lot of the time.
1: Same, but PC part picking, no, it, it won't. That won't do it. <laughs> That won't do it.
0: I I hear you. That that Chromebook I bought recently, the like education model that I wanted to test and see how it worked. I I spent so many days just looking at Chromebooks because they're not. It's not like the MacBook where there's like three models, or even like getting a Surface right now is pretty easy. And then there's like a hundred OEMs, but you know there's like generally like brand names that you recognize. What is it OEM? Oh, I'm sorry. The like, uh, the like HP and Dell and Lenovo, oh, the like yeah. they make PCs, but they're not Microsoft
1: and <laughs> Razer
0: and Razer. Yeah. We'll talk about that in a second. Yes. But, uh, I was shopping for Chromebooks and they're all, all the names are like C630 EE. And you're like, I don't, why can't you just have four models? Exactly. And be like, this is the 11 inch and this is the 15 inch. And, you know, it's just like, trying to decode that and figure out what year which one came out in was just so much work (laughs)
1: dude i relate to this so much this is definitely exactly because it's also like some of the parts that people rave about i can't get in europe or they're really expensive here in europe or whatever fuck and then it's kind of like oh, I can get the, the 9.6 something, but I can get the 9.7 something. And then I'm like, what is the difference anyway? And then everything is like in increments of 20 euros more expensive, for instance. And I'm like, am I really gonna like, I I, I won't know the difference. <laughs> yeah. Like At some point I will notice a difference. Like, and how much do I actually need? You know what I mean? Someone asked me like, what what game are you most excited for playing? And I legit answered with, Age of Empire. So I'm like, you know what I mean? Like, I-
0: <laughs> yeah, you know, you know what Age of Empires you can run on, and that's what you're just like building for.
1: <laughs> Yo, Age of Empires is a game from 1999.
0: So, which what kind of Windows are you installing on it to play that? Can Windows 10 do that?
1: Um. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, they recently came out with a with a whole refurbished version that will just run on the on the most uh, the most recent uh, OSs and shit. So it won't be a problem. And I'm I'm am halfway joking. I'm not building a PC uh, to play Age of Empires, but I will definitely, most definitely, play that first because I just love it so much.
0: But is is it going to be primarily for gaming that you're going to use your PC?
1: uh well I think I'm mostly gonna use it for work still nice. Okay. I mean if if I I don't know um I I want to use it as my main computer um, but I'm not really sure how that's gonna pan out yet to be honest like yeah. I kind of have to get a see and like find my workflow again because it's gonna be quite different. Um, my idea is I'll still keep my MacBook uh, as long as it's with us. Uh, but I will probably put it in my office. So I won't have to like move it all the time because I hope that will like do good for the longevity of the old machine. Because for you that are new here, I'm working on a um, 15 inch MacBook Pro from 2013. So it's quite an old lady. (laughs) (laughs) I love her. She's great, but like she has major issues. For instance, one of the issues that I've never really encountered before, but that is uh, starting to get a real problem is that the rubber on the rim of the screen is crumbling because it's so oh, old, old. Right.
0: it dries out and it dries out yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: and like I, I would say like if the whole rim is like 100% i'm now at like 60% rubber left and Shit. at some point the glass will just fall out which is a problem Black.
0: I like your plan of keeping it in one place and not uh, moving it back and forth or even necessarily closing the (laughs) clamshell. Exactly. That'll be good. That'll be good to keep it. It'll last longer, especially like if you were biking back and forth with it to your studio, like in the rain over bumps, like all that stuff is going to have an effect on it.
1: Yeah. And the battery is starting to swell and the battery battery life's really bad. And
0: for the battery swelling, just make sure you're like um, not leaving it plugged in all the time.
1: Yeah, exactly. I try to drain it as much as possible.
0: Nice. Good.
1: So like how the way I use it right now is that I mostly have it unplugged and unless it's necessary to plug it in again.
0: Yeah, that's like a huge problem at the Apple store because the floor units stay plugged in all the time.
1: Yeah, that's a problem.
0: And they, the battery never gets used. So sometimes they'll have swelling even before the next model comes out.
1: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. I, I feel like to keep the battery exercise is best to let it drain. But Definitely. it drains so fast now, Zach. It's kind of insane. I'm
0: sure, and I'm I, sure your battery life is like 45 minutes.
1: <laughs> something like that, actually. Especially when I watch like YouTube videos or Netflix or something. Yeah. But yeah, no, my PC is going to be my main computer here at my place. And then I still like go back and forth between here and my office. So I'm, I'm not sure if like what the split's going to be like, but I, I probably will uh, use it a lot for just gaming and all, r- but also just all around surfing and stuff that I need to do on the internet, but just like in my office.
0: So tell us a little bit about what you spec'd out for it.
1: Uh, whew, I'm gonna look at my list. Nice. So I had a, I had a, I had a, this sort of dream of building a Hackintosh at some point, right? Right. Be- and 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 I just had to like ask myself the honest question: Are you building a Hackintosh because you need one, or because you're afraid of Windows? Right. And I think it's that I'm afraid of Windows because I don't actually need one because all the software that I use for work is either iPad only or Adobe software. Yeah. Um, and even if I were to design something, then I would always just go to Figma, I think I wouldn't, I wouldn't miss sketch at all. I haven't, right, m- and- I haven't missed sketch ever. So now yeah, I haven't had a and- license for a couple of years either. So.
0: Yeah, and on Windows, you've got the full Adobe Suite and every web app, including Figma and all the other things that we use on a daily basis. I mean, I switched to Chrome OS because I was working in almost entirely web apps.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. So there is no actual reason for me to cling on to uh, macOS, except for that, I just really like it and I like the way it looks and I like the way it works. And I would definitely fucking miss uh, airdrop, but there's other ways of working around that too. So, yeah,
0: I but, haven't really missed airdrop so much.
1: <laughs> but why I mentioned the the Hackintosh thing is because it has a lot of influence in what kind of build I was gonna make because there is different um parts that work better or less good. Um, as a Hackintosh than others Mm -hmm. Um, so one of the things that I found out is that like basically if you want a Hackintosh you're going to build a pretty specific PC Um, and um, it's not going to be so easy to switch it around from Windows to at Mac and like, it's, it's just gonna be a pain in the ass. And because I want a game on it, I was just like, maybe I can do both.
0: <laughs> right, right, that makes sense.
1: Um, and there's ways to do that, but it, it kind of it's just kind of a pain in the ass. And I decided that I, I, didn't, I don't think it's worth the pain. So um, if I wanted to do like a Hackintosh or maybe in the future, like I was like, maybe I'll change my mind in the future. And so it might be good to then pick parts that would work as a Hackintosh anyway. So that would mean I would go to AMD route and we get like an AMD GPU and CPU because Apple switched to AMD for their GPUs recently and they don't support uh, NVIDIA anymore. (sighs) But it's just such a pain in the ass. And I don't know, there was all kinds of things that I run into that would like possibly give problems. So I think I settled on just getting like a um, an Intel, uh, CPU instead, just an i5 and just a simple motherboard and just some good memory. I and think I also, you, sorry.
0: What case did you get?
1: Well, I am thinking of just getting a very simple black case, just like Classic nothing, nothing <laughs> fancy. Now the thing is like, there's really beautiful cases out there on the market. And um, especially if you go the mini ITX routes where you build like a small computer, they are fucking beautiful tech. They look super good. Um, Yeah. So you recently, maybe you saw our messy live stream of Owen building his PC. He, he bought one of those really small cases and they are really fucking beautiful and it would kind of be my dream to have a computer like that. But there's two downsides to that. First of all, they're really expensive usually mm-hmm. um i found a really cool manufacturer here in the netherlands that does a really cool case it, it kind of looks like an apple products it's beautiful it's like black of course uh but it's also it's like aluminum it's beautiful it's great but then like if you want to do some serious gaming on it it's gonna be really small really fast and it's gonna heat and it's gonna like be noisy and I decided I don't think that's worth it and I'm not gonna keep it on my desk anyway. So why would I spend like 300 euros on a beautiful case that's gonna be under my desk put, like in a corner anyway? You know what I mean?
0: Right, yeah, if you're not gonna like showcase it, there's no point in like spending money on the superficial side of it. Exactly. Yeah.
1: And I also decided that I think it's um, it makes more sense for now to build on a just ATX motherboard. So just a full size one. It's just less pain in the ass. It's just better for, I guess, beginners like me. Um, because it's less complicated to build. Yeah. And um, as I'm going to get like a mid tower case, and it's going to be in the corner of my room. I don't really care. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, we're uh, still trying out voice messages in Anchor. So if you uh, have more questions about Freddy's PC build, there's Discord, you can at her on Twitter, or you can hit us up with a voice message. Hell which we will yes. link in show notes. Hopefully it works this time. Um, tell us about that Razor that you mentioned.
1: Oh, fuck, Zach. So, Zach, send me a link, I think this morning, by yeah. um, this YouTuber. That I already love and adore. I think she's amazing. Um, She's a, I think she's kind of like a tech YouTuber. And she does like a lot of video projects as well. That's kind of like her niche, I feel. Her name slipped me.
0: Uh, Sarah DG. Yeah that's her rhymes with peachy
1: (laughs) is that why she's like
0: (laughs) yeah that's where her branding came from yeah
1: so her branding is everything has peaches which is really funny
0: and I found her originally when she was so I used to uh, go to school for uh, glass art including uh, neon and I took a neon class and I like I don't know. YouTube somehow knew that and recommended to me a video where she gets a neon peach. Yes. for her studio space, custom built. And so uh, that's how I found her originally. And then I think she and like Charlie, our friend Charlie, like cross paths at some point. Um, I don't know if they were at the same event or if they did a video together. I can't really remember. But our friend Charlie is also a YouTuber. And so that's how I like was Initially, like introduced to Sarah Dicci and yeah, her videos are great. She has tons of tech review stuff, including this video that I sent to Frederica, which I'll link in the show notes. Also, that was about building your own PC or how to deal with uh, create being a creative using a MacBook in today.
1: Yeah, so now, did it basically, I had a talk with two other YouTubers, and they were always they had always been on MacBooks, and she was like, maybe you should like st- start using a pc instead and then the whole video was about like why it sucks to be on macbook <laughs> basically
0: in 2019
1: yeah anyway i love her and she makes me a proud nerd really on the internet oh like, i love that yeah it really like i was taken like by surprise by this actually because like i mean we all know that like it's good to have um, role models. It's good role to see models. a role model. like, And it's good to see someone else just being like a tech girl on the internet and just owning it. That, I mean, I feel like that's something that I also am trying to do, but it just helps to see someone else like doing it maybe even more. I, I love that, it was really nice. Anyway, she was like doing a review of this Razer laptop. And um, yeah, so as I've told before, just now my macbook is kind of like on the last of his legs and so i'm kind of like worried because like i will love this pc but i i'm probably gonna need a laptop next to it for like traveling purposes but also for my office or whatever the fuck um and then i saw that laptop and it's so beautiful she got one in like a pink color it's almost peachy Um, it's beautiful, but then they also have an all black version, which I obviously love. And for what it is, it's so cheap. Did you see
0: that? A thirteen inch gaming PC. Like it's decent. Yeah. Plus it's like it's got all the things that I usually want in a computer, which is like USB C ports, plus some other types of ports and a headphone jack, you know?
1: Exactly. Because And that was one of her main reasons too why she loved it is because you just don't have to have all the fucking dongles that you can lose on like, you know what I mean?
0: Yeah, it's got some like old school U, like USB 3 ports. Yeah. Not old school, a new school, just I, different. Not USB-C only.
1: <laughs> right, because I, 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 I have never used a MacBook, like a, a new generation MacBook basically. The newest MacBook I've worked on was the 2015 one. I loved that fucking computer, but it wasn't mine. So I had to give it back.
0: <laughs> oh no.
1: But um, yeah, so I have never lived a dongle life and they say you can get used to anything, but I'm sure if there's other ways of doing it, maybe that's an interesting way to do it as well. I don't know.
0: Yeah, I, I mean, I I had dongle life a little bit with my Pixelbook because the yeah. Pixelbook has just USB-C ports and a, and a headphone jack um but i've sort of converted my whole life to usb c so i've everything i possibly can usb c with the exception of like the microphone i'm recording with now
1: yeah exactly
0: and then at my desk cuz i built my chromebox it's it's like five usb 3 ports usb a ports what is it called i don't know
1: normal the regular ones protocol,
0: regular yeah um and, uh, and I've got, like, a hub off of that and have charging for every type of thing just in case. Yeah. But, yeah, everything that would go in my bag for traveling is only USB-C.
1: Exactly. Yeah, it's funny because you, you made that switch pretty early. Um, and for me, it's just only starting uh, for the longest time. But for instance, like, I mean, I've, I game a lot on the Switch right now because I don't have anything else to game on, right? Yeah. Um, And I have a Pro Controller, and the Pro Controller is charged by USB-C. And for the longest time, I just didn't have a USB-C cable in my house. The only one that I had was broken and didn't do anything. Like, so only recently I've started to get, like, into USB-C by... Like, I mean, all my um, audio equipment basically has USB-C now. Like, my headphones, both of them have it, and then my... Um, speaker also has it, like my Bluetooth speaker.
0: Yeah. I need to get a new Bluetooth speaker.
1: Um, oh, um, get the USB B and O one. It's
0: so good. I was looking, Marshall's got a new multi room setup. It's like their version of the Sonos. Hmm. Um, yeah, I'm really interested. The only complaints I've read about it are that it doesn't support AirPlay 2 yet. Right. So I might just wait for the next gen. AirPlay 2 is um, really good it's cool because it's got one knob that has just seven different points on it that it locks to. And you can assign Spotify playlists to them.
1: Oh, that's really cool.
0: You can just turn the knob on top of your speaker to like number two. And that's a specific Spotify playlist you've assigned. And then you don't need
1: a phone or
0: a computer. Yeah. Yeah. It's got Wi-Fi, So it's just streaming it directly from Spotify. And that is really exciting to me. So I'm, you know, just saving up for that one.
1: Yeah, I was always afraid that the Marshall stuff was always kind of like more looks over.
0: I think you pay a premium for how it looks, but I feel that you do that with Sonos and with the HomePod. And, you know, I think at this point you're paying a lot for how something looks.
1: Yeah, I've quite literally paid a premium on my Sonos because I got the Hay One.
0: (laughs) Right, exactly.
1: (laughs) Which, I mean, I think it's like 20 euros more expensive just for the fucking color and the branding. But,
0: um, I'm mad because they when they did that they had this like dusty pink color yeah and you can't get it anymore but now I have this Muji fan on my desk that's the same pink color
1: yeah that would have been so cute
0: yeah but I mean that's like the most first world problem that I've ever heard so yeah okay let's move on um what do you want to do next Do you want to do the Stadia event since so we're talking about gaming laptops yeah let's do that. <laughs> okay so there was a stadia live stream on monday i watched the whole thing it was 36 minutes and it really was just uh, an extension of the last stadia event which was like a lot about trailers for games that are going to be released on the platform yeah and so this was literally just 36 minutes of game trailers was there any like
1: trailer was there any like game that you were like yes
0: yeah, so uh, that's a really good question. So I signed up for the founders, um, what's it called? The founders, pa- founders
1: edition package yeah. edition,
0: when it first launched, um, because I wanted to try it and since i have so much chrome os devices i can like literally take a laptop and a controller with me when i travel and have a full gaming setup in any hotel room that has enough wi-fi so i was like pretty psyched about that so i'm still waiting for it to come out but the original launch list was like 31 games i think and there was one i was excited about and it was like um the new wolfenstein young blood game okay because I wanted to, like, kill Nazis. Yes. Um, And so that was, like, exciting. But then this week, there was, like, another set of games that were launched. And some of them did look kind of good to me. Some that, like, surprised me that I didn't think I'd be interested in. So now I'm, like, a little more excited. There's, like, probably three games I plan on purchasing on launch. And then we'll see, like, where it goes. But I think that they just didn't want the news to go flat on stadia. So I think they're just going to keep doing this up through November. We'll probably get another one of these events in a month with more games that are signed up to come out, which is fine.
1: Yeah. So I I'm looking at the list point. right now. Yeah. And, um, Oh, I cyberpunk. I, oh, that was the
0: big one that everyone was excited about.
1: Yeah. That's a big one for them. I mean, everyone like, is already excited about Cyberpunk. Anyway, wait, I'm going to click a bit because I want to see this list. And yeah. it's full of other shit. Okay, we're good again. The Cyberpunk game is something that a lot of people are very excited about. I'm really excited about it too, but it's going to come out next year. Um, but it's, th- that's pretty big for Stadia because like, it's it's a game that like you have to have a pretty decent gaming computer to play that i'm not yeah. even sure if my computer is gonna love that and then Watch Dogs could be cool i've played a previous version of Watch Dogs, i think seven years oh, yeah. ago or something that was really fun um especially that game was really fun because you could like basically like spider-man like climb everything and just hop around which is just so fun I oh love that's that. cool
0: i love open world games like that
1: yeah where you're just gonna I- fuck around that's just so funny
0: yeah. I'm always skeptical of like Cyberpunk since the first trailer of it because like the whole the whole origins of the cyberpunk genre was like non-white male. It was like subversive and it was women and it was trans people and non-binary identities and to see that the game is both your main character starts as a white dude they haven't shown yet if that's an option you can change like everything i've read says you change your character as you make decisions through the game so um, i don't it's know it's kind
1: of though
0: and then keanu reeves is the narrator in it
1: oh i thought he was the, the boy that they just like used
0: no you don't play him you hear him He does the voice for all of the narration and guiding you through the story looks
1: so much like the thing in all the trailers yeah i know they just like
0: they got him to do it and he's a big celebrity to advertise with so i think that's what you see a lot of anyway i i'm excited about the game but i'm also like skeptical that it like it it didn't start in this place of authenticity of what cyberpunk in the genre has always been about but, you know, I'll Mortal try Kombat it.
1: Mortal Kombat
0: 11? Oh my god, Mortal Kombat 11 looks really good.
1: So There's really actually a
0: couple bad. good fighting games that look like really dope.
1: Yeah, and then the game Get Packs also looks really fucking cute.
0: I don't remember that one. It is okay.
1: a four player couch co-op style puzzle game. And it looks like to be a hectic time.
0: Oh. Are like you have uh, like,
1: move like... Overcooked. Kind of like that. Yeah, it definitely looks like that. It looks really fun. Anyway, okay. Um, sound to hear that you're not super excited for it then?
0: Just Cyberpunk. I mean, I'm really excited from Stadia. Okay. I but just... like, no,
1: but because you said like, oh, there's like three games that I'm excited for or something.
0: Oh, yeah. I think that sounds normal though. Because like if, let's say like you're, a new console comes out, yeah. That you've never had before you got to start from no games so there's no way you're gonna like buy an xbox one and then all of a sudden buy 20 games no, like, you're right. you, it kind of happens over time you're so right. i'm fine with like three decent games that i actually want to play coming out at launch and then you know in six months there'll be a new game and i'll be like oh maybe i want that yeah but there's actually- no way i'm gonna Buy more than three or four games on launch anyway for yeah. any new console. Yeah, no,
1: you're actually super right because I was thinking about my Switch and like there in the beginning. I think I mainly played the game that it came with, which is Mario Odyssey, whatever. And then I mostly have just played um, Stardew Valley and yeah. um, Breath of the Wild.
0: Yeah. Shreds. And- <laughs> <laughs> And supposedly, like Stadia has said, like, um, that there will be free freebies for subscribe pro subscribers that okay. are part of the founders edition, or if you decide to pay in the future. So the, like the non the free version, the the what's called base mm-hmm. is not coming out till next year. Okay. Um, but supposedly, if you pay, not only will you give access to in November when it first launches, but you'll also get some freebies. And discounts so you know I'll probably buy like two or three games at launch and then just play those plus the freebies and then you know buy a new game when something really exciting comes out
1: yeah exactly that makes sense I'm
0: not I'm not like super I'm not super into gaming as people that have listened to the podcast before have heard so it's not like I'm hardcore need to play destiny 2 for hours and hours I, I can wait and see if like it's actually good.
1: <laughs> yeah, you're not bu- building a, a PC or gaming PC anytime soon.
0: No, I mean technically building my Chromebox was building a Stadia PC gaming rig. But
1: fuck yeah, that's right.
0: Yeah, I filled this thing with RAM. I'm pumped. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, and I also expect that um, with the Pixelbook 2 imminently releasing this this fall, I think, um, I mean, based on rumors, the Pixelbook 2 is about to drop. So I imagine if they were smart, they're going to do a deal where, you know, you buy a Pixel 2 and you get a controller or something.
1: Yeah, something smart.
0: Because, yeah, on launch, the only phones that will be able to play Stadia are the Pixel 3, Pixel 3a. And Chromebooks. But it doesn't say which Chromebooks, so I'm not sure which ones. And then uh, in browser and on Chromecast, et cetera. So I've got the Pixel phone for it. Hopefully it runs on my Chromebox. And then, yeah, if they're going to do a new Pixelbook, I'd love to replace my Gen 1. Sick. Yeah. Not that I need any new devices.
1: No, but we all know that you love, like switching around and trying new shit like i mean
0: no yeah i gotta like get my setup the way i like it well just like us doing this podcast like we we're trying a new setup right now and i'm like really digging it so hopefully the quality turns out good yeah so
1: i kind of want to get one of those arms still though for my for my uh setup here
0: your mic yeah i was just looking at uh rode the mic brand has a podcaster editing board um and it's like 599 and i almost like just bought it today it's sick. so sick you can it's got like like sound pads so you can pre-program the like the charged music to it and like sound bits and i don't know if we were doing this in the same room still it's probably the setup that we would buy and it, you can buy it with arms for all the mics
1: yeah exactly yeah i don't know it just it, first of all it looks cool but also it seems very practical yeah um and also like maybe it's easier to sit at a desk because now i'm have to be very careful to not like poop around you know what i mean
0: yeah i do yeah i know and i have the samsung space monitor so like i got that up off my desk by mounting it and so maybe mounting a mic would save me more room yeah exactly i know but i don't need to buy more mic stuff i I have a problem (laughs)
1: <laughs> i think you might have a problem indeed actually but i mean it makes sense and it's not that like you buy stuff to then just put it in a closet or throw it away i mean i feel like you've been
0: yeah i just bought uh, Owen surface go and i've been using that quite a bit i've actually really liked windows so far
1: okay i'm, yeah. I'm really excited to see what it's like because like i mean i've just not used it since I don't know what my last PC that I had run. Maybe even fucking ME.
0: Oh my god. This is so long ago. Yeah. Well, I'm excited for you to, you know, get your PC built and uh we can follow on that journey. Maybe we can do a couple of video podcasts and, and post those.
1: Yeah. Someone said to me like, Oh, you should you should start streaming because it's so funny. Because um I mean, I basically haven't PC gamed in like more than 10 years, right? So it's kind of like me catching up with uh, PC games is going to be really fun to watch and probably going to be really shit at everything.
0: Oh my God, that's so fun. You could definitely like be a Twitch famous person. Oh,
1: fuck's sake. <laughs> would that in any way make me money or would it just be me throwing my life away?
0: I, I, I think it's 50 50.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what I was thinking. Is it could be really fucking cool and I could be like a millionaire in a minute, but I could also just be not cool and just no one watches or you know what I mean. Like I right know. Yeah. Oh, this is one other thing I'm gonna buy for my PC, and this is super random, but also on topic kind of. I'm gonna go to IKEA next week and buy one of those um, curtains that you can like um, open and close with your phone.
0: Oh nice. I really want to do that.
1: Because my office setup is so that there is a window in my back, which is obviously not ideal, but it's the cutest setup because my house is it has a little nook, which is really nice because like my office is in the in the living room, but I can't see my living room from my little office nook and the other way around, which is really nice. It separates really nicely. But then yeah, light, a window in your back sucks because my screen is just reflecting the fuck back at me.
0: Yeah, I've seen your setup. I It's really nice setup and it keeps it like um, segregated from like your living room so that your workspace and life space are like a little bit divided. Exactly. But yeah, you do have that problem with like a little bit of light on your screen. Yeah. Oh, what, and you have a Dell monitor, yeah? Yeah. Is it is it matte? Yes, it is. Yeah, that's nice. At least that's nice.
1: Yeah, but it's still like, I mean, it reflects less, but it still reflects quite a bit. And um, it makes everything kind of matte, like shiny, weird. Like, I don't know. Um, I would, I actually, um, I would love to see another round of people's setups for people that are listening. Um, I've been like working on my setup in my living room for quite a bit and I love it right now. So I would love to see what you guys are working on uh, at home or if you rent an office. That's also really cool to see. Drop
0: drop into Discord and and show us a picture of your setup.
1: Yeah, because it's just really fun to see how other people do it. And maybe I'll get some inspiration from it as well. I will also drop a photo of my office if you haven't seen it. I think I tweeted a photo of it like a couple of weeks ago.
0: Yeah, put it in the podcast channel. Let us see it. I will. Um, Okay, so Apple unpatched a patch and left a lot of people vulnerable um so i guess if you have a, a mac computer you should absolutely just run updates and make sure that you're running updates and i know it's annoying when it pops into the corner and is like update me you want to uh, try again in 24 hours but just like please update your mac um and then there was also the thing about the tsa and how-
1: oh yeah what what, what the fuck is that they say okay, that you can't
0: so- There was like a series of Macs, like in a serial range. And I think the 2014 MacBooks, I might be wrong about the year, but there was a range of older MacBooks that were um, potentially flagged for having problems where the battery would catch fire. And so they recalled them, but because that is a scary concept in itself, and I think that uh, Samsung's exploding phones like set a precedence for like hysteria over this yeah um the the tsa in or the faa said that um you can't take those those on airplanes and because it's really hard to tell the difference between a silver laptop and a silver laptop by just looking at it um some airlines are getting a little bit like hey let's check your laptop no matter what so I think it's really going to be a continual hard time for people traveling. Um, and I don't think this is going to get better. I think it's going to get worse as more products this happens to. Yeah. Because like it was just one type of Samsung phone, but it became like, if you have a Samsung phone, you shouldn't fly or a bad person, you know? And it's like, what do you do? Mail it to your destination. So I I think we're in like a, a troubled spot, like just in general with, It'll soon be, I don't know, it'll happen with a Windows laptop and then it'll happen with, I don't know, uh,
1: It's basically AirPods anything that has a or... fucking battery, isn't it? The thing is, it's so funny because like um, air- airlines now have complete like ways of going about uh, things that have batteries in it as well, right? So uh, last flight I was on, they said something like if you drop your phone, just ask uh, the the people on board uh to help you with that because we, we don't want you to pick it up yourself and it's like oh that's peculiar why is that like that and it, it turns out it's because if your phone like if you if you drop it and it like gets stuck to into something into your chair or something or into weird like angle or whatever chances are that you will like, I don't know, rip it or something. Or it you, you pull beat, on it
0: and it bends, yeah.
1: Right, or you break it or whatever. Um, but there's even like, they even have like little bags that they have. So if something starts smoking, they can put it in. I mean, all those things sounds actually great to me and probably a really good idea. But also, come on people, <laughs> chill.
0: Yeah, but it sucks.
1: On it the means- other hand of that, my friend Christine, she lives in London and she works in Amsterdam sometimes, so she's quite often like going back and forth. She went by train and the train ride from Amsterdam, from London to Amsterdam like I don't know how much time that usually takes like 3 hours or something.
0: It's it's 3:40 on the way of- here to Amsterdam and it's like five on the way back because you have right. to like, go through customs in Brussels.
1: Right. So she was going from London to Amsterdam, so it would have been 340. And I think she made it in like eight hours because oh no. A person's um vape started uh smoking in the wrong <laughs> oh way. Oh
0: god no so
1: the battery in the vape just fucked was fucked and they had to like evacuate the train and get a new train.
0: That sucks so bad that someone's vape ruined it for them that's so awful
1: basically it could have been anything so i kind of get it in a way but i also kind of don't
0: yeah i i would say like if you vape don't vape i just read that they've there's an, an official link they've they've decided there's an actual medical link between severe lung illness and vaping wow so stop vaping everybody
1: can you send me the link
0: i'll send you the link
1: thank you i'll
0: put it in the show notes everyone stop vaping uh sorry i know that you probably like it but
1: no vaping sucks and this has weird bro culture and i don't want to do it
0: yeah there's a lot of weird bro culture and everything
1: it sucks doesn't it
0: it ruins everything
1: really does ruin everything
0: let's disassemble the patriarchy fuck yes okay we're starting here right on this podcast um okay so Apple uh, yeah I don't know what to say if you're traveling with a Mac I think like we're going to continue to learn about how this feels this travelers uh, experiences more and keep your shit updated because they unpatched a patch and it was an oopsie
1: That uh, that oh. was such a stupid mistake though
0: A lot of people in the um infosec community are like how how is this possible how how is a company this big that has QA and everything. Just like, how did this slip through? But it happened. So
1: maybe it's just another sign that they really, 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 really don't care about MacBooks anymore. I mean, they only make like what is it like six percent of all the money in the whole th- company. Everything is focused on iPhones.
0: Oh wow, that's not good.
1: No, I mean, I mean, I f- I really feel that that is why. Like, I mean, they, they put out like the super high end um, computer right this year. And that's oh, you have a new Mac Pro. Yeah, and that's just for a little niche. Yeah. Um
0: I mean, that's actually a good sign that they're even catering to specific small niches of their user group. Right, One but like the, eight, the, biggest, the, biggest, money
1: the biggest group of people is going to be the people that have MacBooks, because literally everyone and their mom has a MacBook now, right? Or at least two years ago, that was really the case. Yeah. But they're abandoning like the the big chunk, basically, of people that just casually use MacBooks. Because everyone will just get another laptop, I think, that is just casually using it.
0: I love hearing you talk about your Windows PC and then ragging on Apple.
1: Yeah. Well, who am I, Zach? I don't, I don't <laughs> know who I am.
2: <laughs> no, but, I like, it. I mean,
1: okay, so, like, I mean, I am definitely, I love Apple, and I love Apple products, and it still hurts to say all these things in a weird-ass way. Uh, but I also, like, I mean, if we're just real about it, like, I'm not going to spend 4K on a laptop that has a broken keyboard.
0: Yeah. I mean, I don't think I'll ever spend 4K on a laptop again, although I used to. Exactly. As soon as you start looking at alternatives and it's like, oh, that was... Now I understand the quote-unquote Apple tax.
1: Yeah, because I mean... I feel like we were all kind of promised that computers would get like cheaper and cheaper and better and better, and it would be more integrated into our lives. And I think we got that in the shape of phones, but like when it comes to like doing creative work or working on a computer, I don't think that is actually true anymore. Like, or maybe it is in the Windows side of things, but... You know what I mean? Like for my, it feels almost like computers are getting worse and expect more
0: expensive. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, and iPhones are so expensive now. I'm really glad I switched to Android. Like the Pixel Three A is like three ninety nine. A new iPhone was like I don't even know. It was too much.
1: Dude, but like, what are you talking about? the The, the new Pixel Four or whatever is also really expensive, isn't it?
0: Yeah, like, I'm not gonna buy that. I'm gonna wait till the A on the Four. The right. 4A or whatever. Right.
1: Of course, but, like, I mean, the high-end phones that Apple makes are really expensive, but so are the other options. Yeah, but I other just side. wish
0: Apple had a 399 phone yeah, that right. wasn't just the 5SE.
1: <laughs> right. You can't get that anymore, by the way. Oh, no. Yeah. R.I.P. Yeah, for real. I, saw,
0: I saw someone with one I was kind of jealous. I was like, oh, man, that looks so nice, and they got it in rose gold, and I like it
1: dude i i saw my i saw myself in a selfie with that phone and i was like why did i <laughs>
0: <laughs> why did i get rid of it
1: yeah for real um,
0: what was the other news that we were going to talk about um, we oh the we company we keep putting this off
1: Fuck, but it's also just because it's such a fucking pile of trash
0: it's a joke fucking okay hell. so what was originally called we work is now branded as the Wii company and they are going public and the biggest craziest thing about it is that the CEO the CEO took a very very low interest loan from the company in the past, and we're talking like 03 percent or something really low, um, uh, for millions of dollars. And he used that money to personally buy real estate that the We company then rents from him as the We workspace. So he became the landlord with his personal money that he borrowed from the company to generate income from his business that is now paying him rent for tons of these properties. It's such a weird sham. And then right before they filed to go public, he sold at like $300 million worth of equity. So it's like, it's really weird. The whole thing's really weird. Um, and he's like personally profiting off of the company's losses which are huge if you look at their s1 it's kind of astonishing that they have this 47 billion dollar pre-ipo valuation because it's like they're not making money and they're spending a lot of their money paying the ceo privately for his real estate so i it's like it's a shit show. And, you know, uh, S1 documents usually, which are the documents that are used to file an IPO to go public, um, they have risks in them. They usually have, like, what are the risks to this IPO? And the CEO is, like, listed as one of them. It's like, yeah, he's probably going to tweet some stuff. He shouldn't. Wow. Yeah, it's a shocking, it's a shocking document. It's kind of... Um, like beyond understanding of like how they're even going public.
1: Damn. Yeah. But basically he uses like the Wii company as a way to fund his own little projects.
0: Yeah. He makes a lot of money off of the company spending money. I would also say like a lot of people talk about them like a tech company, but they really don't do any tech. It's they're a office rental space business so they're in like the real estate space
1: and actually everything techie about them sucks it does it yeah i just recently saw read an article about like what what if we company just fucking fixed their fucking wi-fi because apparently it's really unsafe and shitty wow and the thing is you pay a lot to sit there And, I mean, we have a bunch of them here in MSTEM. I think we have two or three or something. And I'm not sure if we talked about this before the show or in the show, but, like, they always feel like sort of a Disneyland kind of thing where it looks... Huh?
0: I said, oh, interesting.
1: It looks like an office space. It looks really cool. It looks new and all the things. But then if you actually look closely, it's all just, like, fake-ish. It's, like... I don't know they'll just use like wood print instead of wood oh my god and like something that looks like a speaker but it's actually just a sticker like weird (laughs) shit like that like i don't know people here the people in amsterdam that really love that space are usually people that are working in big corporates and are like looking for some fun day space to sit and have meetings they 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 try and impress each other with going there as well they're like we're we work so cool
0: i have the apple watch with the red dot which means i have the newer one
1: (laughs) fuck yeah and these people are all like old people i mean nothing against old people but like it's it's a weird i don't know every time i go there i'm kind of like weighted out by it. it feels fake
0: yeah, I think the whole, like, the, the people see them as a tech company is because there's a lot of freelancers, nomadic employees, remote employees, and small tech companies that are working out of WeWorks. Yeah. And so it's associated with tech a lot because a lot of their customers are tech. Yeah. But I would say, like, let's all caution thinking about it that way and realizing that their CEO is, he seems like a scammer a little bit. So I would say don't buy this stock when they IPO
1: yeah exactly
0: yeah I expect to see a lot of short stellars to be honest so something fishy is going
1: on for sure
0: yeah it's definitely quite a bizarre S1 um so we'll see how this one develops I I don't think we have a date yet for their um uh, yeah so let's let's keep an eye on that because I think that'll be worth watching Okay, we finally talked about it. I'm so glad. It's been, like, three episodes now. We've been like, oh, we should talk about the Wii company.
1: (laughs) We will probably get back to it as well when they actually do.
0: Yeah. Um, And, yeah, I think you mentioned pre-show that there's an Apple event coming up in three weeks.
1: Yeah, I think it's three weeks, isn't it? I'm quite excited for it. Oh, it's like, I had this this new feeling last week. And this is going to sound so fucking funny after all the shit I just talked about Apple. But for the first time ever, it's like... Huh, I think I would like to have an Apple Watch.
0: (laughs) Oh, interesting. Tell us
1: why. (laughs) Those are words I never thought I was going to speak.
0: Yeah, I didn't think I'd hear you say that.
1: Since the Apple Watch came out, I never really took any interest in it. I um, wore one for a month, I feel. And this was the first generation, I think, or second maybe. And I quite liked it. I don't love the look, but I also don't hate it. They call me full black, so I'm happy. Um, And I remember thinking, oh, it's quite nice, but I also, I don't feel it's useful enough. Gotcha. Um, But what I really like about it is just the, the health features it has. Like, I mean, I've been going through a rough time and I've been rediscovering that like some doing things that I don't want to be doing all the time, like walking around and standing up and all those things. If I do them, it actually works. I feel better. Right.
0: You feel better. Yeah. Um, Yeah. But but it's just like getting to the point of doing them. It can be really hard and not motivating when you're feeling depressed. Right.
1: Exactly. So I've been like using this app that is called um, streaks. Okay. And I love it because I mean, I'm a really, I'm really a go hard or go home person. Um, So Mm -hmm. I can easily get obsessed with these things, but streaks kind of has room for you to not be obsessed with it. So you can, for instance, say like, I want to be able, I want to walk this amount of steps on Wednesday and Thursday or two times a week or whatever. And if you do it like two times a week, you keep the streak, right? Gotcha. Instead of most, Um, apps that I've used previously, is just like, do it every day or you fail.
0: (laughs) Right, right. (laughs) Which is very demotivating for me. Yeah.
1: Um, Especially because the way that I feel right now, it's going to happen at least one day a week that I'm not going to do all those things and I'm going to feel terrible. Um, But like to then get get a kick from the app as as well that says like, oh, you failed. (laughs) Yeah, it makes
0: you feel worse.
1: Exactly. So yeah. this is for the first time, that I can see something like this really work, and the app can get so much data from the Apple Watch that I'm like, maybe it, it might be worth it, because um, like I feel like it could give me like this is already giving me such a boost, and uh, the idea of it like monitoring my heart rate and everything is also quite uh, appealing to me.
0: Oh, and I just realized like w- w- the connection here is you think there's going to be a new Apple Watch in three yes. weeks exactly okay all right well i'm pretty excited we'll do a live stream again for the apple event so we can like in real time watch you order it
1: yeah yeah because that was the thing though then i went to the apple website and it's like i knew that the new one's probably gonna come out soon right but yeah the one that i actually won is like 400 euros and i'm like is it really 400 euros worth
0: (laughs) i'm not sure well, um, if I'm not mistaken, the last Apple Watch that came out was the first time, maybe the second time they've left the previous model for sale.
1: Yeah, they yeah. did, So
0: maybe the one that you want that's 400 might be at 300 in three weeks.
1: Exactly. So it's kind of what I hope for. It's, it, unless the new New World well, is actually so cool that I want it anyway.
0: Well, and since you use an iPhone, it's okay for you to switch to Windows and still have an Apple Watch because those are not things you have to worry about. It's exactly. people like Owen where they go Android and then their Apple Watch doesn't work, no. and that it's really frustrating.
1: Yeah, I don't see myself switching to um, another um, phone at all.
0: Yeah, and I all the Pixel Four rumors, nothing's got me really excited. So we'll wait. That event's also coming up um, from to Google. Me-
1: Android still really feels like a mess, and I just love iOS. And
0: uh, I think I think you're wrong, but I understand that perspective because that's exactly how I felt before I switched. Yeah.
1: yeah, yeah. I don't know. Like, I mean, I think that that's one of the things that I also got really. I'm really happy about uh, the YouTuber that I mentioned before. She was also like, yeah, I prefer Apple iPhone and Windows, and it works perfectly, and I don't miss anything.
0: Yeah oh speaking of uh android being a mess they have always had this naming scheme of, of related to like candy or yeah. junk food or dessert food and they just released a new branding for android so they updated the typeface and the color scheme and the really? the little android dude has a is like a more simpler look to him oh. but they also said that android q which is the version that's about to come out will be called android 10 oh so we lost the the cute naming scheme which is fine. I mean, I don't really care, but some people are really attached to it because they have all this like like a, like advert like marketing paraphernalia from the different things like a little android dude holding an Oreo from Dude, you know, I always thought
1: it was kind of weird. Like how is how is Google affiliated with fucking Nestle? Like how does that work?
0: They're not. It's just like a name of a thing.
1: I know but like it feels it always felt kind of odd to me to be honest like can it just be like i don't know key lime pie or something like something that is just not like a branded thing like i don't know chocolate bar is cute as fuck it doesn't need to be kitkat does it
0: (laughs) and apparently on google's campus there's a little sculpture garden where they've built like a little android dude Android person, don't know that it's a man, an Android person with like the candy or chocolate or whatever with it. Like they're sculptures. So okay. I, who knows what's going to happen to that with 10 coming out?
1: It sounds really cute though. Can you imagine being the person making that sculpture? That's really cool.
0: That's cool. Yeah. But definitely like a niche thing.
1: Yeah, of course. That's just like for sculpture makers, builders, whatever. That's probably like the, the one like sick job.
0: Yeah. From, <laughs> from like a designer perspective, I really like the new identity stuff. I haven't the seen it. Looks I haven't, good. I haven't seen it. Nice. I know, like it's like Design Twitter hasn't jumped on it yet.
1: At all. Yeah. Because like the funny thing is I read something about this uh, naming thing. I d di- I didn't get that they changed it, but I, I read something about it. Uh, so I caught that, but I didn't get the rebrand, which is really weird. Yeah. I don't know. I
0: mean, it's still Android. It's it's just Android ten, and the identity was updated. It's you know, right? It's still the same. Still Android.
1: I think we're here. I think yeah, we're yeah. I think
0: we went long.
1: Yeah, I think so too. Well, let me let me check.
0: Let's wrap it up, um, everybody. Oh, one hour.
1: Holy shit! Oh, one last tip: if let's you have a Netflix subscription, and want to tell you that. The new Invader Zim movie is out. Yes, Invader Zim, as in the one that you love from Nickelodeon and Cartoon Network years and years ago. And the cool thing about it is that it's with all the original people, it's with the original voice actors. It's just as good as the original. It's, If anything, it's better. I've already watched it twice. I love it.
0: So I didn't watch Invader Zim, but in that same time period, I was watching The Matrix over and over again, and they are making a new one with the original cast and one of the original directors and writers.
1: Oh, that's sick.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, It's going to be time again for like the leather long fucking black coats. And hey, the weird I sunglasses.
0: Just in Berlin, and all those things have never gone away and are still there.
1: True, <laughs> you're right. Oh, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: really liked it oh, at Berlin. It's like, that look is still like alive.
1: Yeah, it really is. Let's bring it uh, back, Zach. I already have a long coat, and everything's uh, already black. I just need the weird glasses. Oh, I would love uh, to go dressed up for the premiere for that.
0: Yeah, we could do a, a dress up for the premiere. Oh, of that's so dirty. I
1: love Okay,
0: it. everybody... Um, uh, t- uh tell us on twitter what you thought uh follow us at charge tech um tweet about the episode to your friends uh jump in discord email us at hi at oh
1: and show us uh, your your desk space oh we forgot to do the voice memo thing i think we had some i will add
0: the voice memos in after after the show oh so cool. We're trying that for the first time, everyone. Um, With Anchor, you're able to send voice messages. Apparently, from what I've seen in Discord, it was, like, really hard to do. So we might look into, like, a different way to do it. But uh, if it works and there's any there that made it through, you will hear them after the uh, credits roll. Credits roll. The show music. Outro (laughs) music.
1: (laughs) Like and subscribe. And don't forget to click the bell. Bye. Bye, Viscuits. Bye.
2: Hi Owen, Frederica and Zach Greetings from sunny California Thanks for another great episode Even though the audio was iffy at times By the way guys uh, Just because Owen's moving continent yet again Doesn't mean you can not do a podcast without him Because I think you did one before And it was actually really good uh, So my suggestion was Keep the podcast going until Owen is settled In Canada And uh, then he can join in remotely By the way Um the voice message option in the web link the web interface sucks so i had to use the anchor app and finding this podcast in anchor was well it was actually impossible so i had to follow links from the website to say open this link in the anchor app to actually get to find the podcast leave you a message where there is a one minute limit apparently so i have five seconds left so Biscus.